Critically Chaotic is a rowdy Dungeons & Dragons podcast that consists of adult themes and humor. Content warnings for this episode can be found in the episode description as well as a link to transcripts. Because of some real-life circumstances, Sayla will be missing for a few sessions, and thus Leaf will be off on a solo adventure for several episodes. Rest, weary traveler, and enjoy. In the last episode, Vey's terrible, awful, no good, very bad day kicked off to a great start with a painful nightmare. While she went off to the library to cool down, Snow and Carrie spent much of their day together. Carius cured her hangover, and the two discovered that they had much more in common than either of them originally thought. Carius and Jerome then went to the magic shop to discover some interesting things about Carius's little buddy, Terry. Now we circle back to Vey, who is probably perfectly fine. Probably. head home. I was I was thinking about the um thinking about the time. It's it's probably more like evening-ish, like early evening, uh late afternoon, early evening when you head back. Um uh, because I think you would have braked for like uh food and then there's also the travel to the shop and everything. If that's cool with y'all. Okay. All good with me. I'm just at the library. You're you're you can now be done with the library if you want to go and meet Valen since it's about closing time for the library as night is beginning to fall. Or for the museum, not the library. I will head over to Valen's. And while right. while Vey is walking, I feel like she's probably just like flipping around the knife, which is kind of threatening to everyone around her, but she's <laughs> there. Alright, alright. Um there are less people that are out and about since it's getting to be about dusk time. Um, and so you're just walking, uh, heading in the usual direction. And the whispers have been around kind of all day. It was always like kind of background noise during your time at the library. But you start to hear them grow louder again. Oh, yay. Of course, today couldn't go fun. Had to, had, had to take another bad turn. It's the horrible, awful, very bad, no good day. <laughs> yay! <laughs> and... Uh, this time, the the voice, which sounds a bit different from the last one, that was uh, very clear. Like, it's it's very similar, but it's just, like, a slightly different tone to it. Uh, so the main voice that is, uh, that can be heard above all the others, uh, just says, Stop. Uh, I stop. Turn left. left, left, left. What's left? It's just a different street. Okay. Uh, do I know what left is heading towards? Uh, it's just heading to a different part of the city. The library is kind of like in the center of the city, kind of like uh, it's maybe like six-ish blocks away from the museum. Uh, and so left is just heading towards the northern-ish area of the uh, city. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll turn left then so you're walking and the voice just kind of keeps giving you directions uh 
do you at all, do you try to stop at all? Uh, it's leading it, it's leading on for like maybe like half an hour as you're wandering through the city. Jesus, um, I feel like the only way that they would stop walking is if she like kind of recognized where she was headed and like if she knew it wasn't a good location um otherwise she would probably keep going just to not get that insane migraine feeling again uh so then she's being led around for um about half an hour it's leading mostly kind of north um and then a little bit to the west um and it's starting to enter uh, different areas of uh, the old town district. It's kind of heading towards one of the gates. Uh, and this is when the voice starts telling you to take, like... So it was you were mostly on the main roads for, for most of this. But then it starts telling you to go down um, some different pathways. Uh, kind of, like, more towards some back alleys. Um, more just in like kind of seedier type of uh, alleyways in the city. Um, I feel like before Vey goes down any of the alleyways, she'll like try and do a perception check. She doesn't want to like walk th- through something that's obviously like, there's, like, people there. Like, if there's a bunch of, like, hooligans loitering, then she'll, like, not do it. But otherwise, she would go. Okay. Uh, roll perception. Oh, and perception is wisdom. Oh, fun. Oh, okay. Uh, 12. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't really see anybody. The, the voice isn't really trying to, like, head you into very obvious dangers. Like, you don't really see like a, a group of hooligans or like a, a guy in a trench coat with a knife ready to stab you or anything like that. <laughs> no hooligans? No hooligans. Okay, cool. Good. Then she goes ahead. Alright. Uh and so you're you're heading around, uh, going through all of these back alleys until the voice guides you to um a back door. Um uh, and the the voice then says to you, "Knock on the door." Do I know where I am? Like, do I know the the streets, like address around here? Or is it just somewhere completely new? Um, I don't. No, actually, you would have gone through this area when you entered because you entered Winston from the north. Um, uh, so you're in one of the smaller shopping districts. Um, uh, and roll an investigation for me. Oh, shit. I rolled it with advantage. Whoops. Investigation is not wisdom. Shit. It's still terrible. Nine. Um, alright, so then, yeah, you're you're not quite sure, like, what shop this is the back door to. Uh, you just know that you're in one of the, like, smaller shopping districts. <sighs> I feel like... Vay just sort of stands there for about 10 seconds and then the memory of that intense pain that she felt last night goes through her head again and she's just like, well, if I disobey it, I could end up 
flat on the ground. So she'll knock on the door. All right. So you knock on the door and then you hear a small thump, like somebody suddenly pressing up against the the door. Um, And you hear a low voice uh, that says, what is it? And the whispers in your head, um, they say, um, Repeat after me. Understand? Yeah, she's just, yeah, she'll repeat whatever they say. So the voice instructs you to say, My face is porcelain and my breath is absent. Yeah, she says it. There's a brief pause and then the door opens into... Uh, a very dark room. You're able to see a little bit of it from the ambient light of the streets that shine inside, but it's like so dark that uh, you can't make it out with dark vision. Are the voices saying anything? Because I feel like Faye wouldn't go in unless the voices tell her to, because she's just not feeling it. Yeah, the, the voice tell her to go inside. Actually, before before she goes into the room um can I try and drop the dagger the tamarine's dagger cause she's been I said before that I was flipping it in my hand uh-huh. um I feel like Vay probably has her notebook and shit in her pocket so she won't do that but she, can I try and like drop it or like throw it a little a little bit further away. Yeah, so like into the street or um someplace <laughs> someplace um not probably not into the street cuz it could be found and picked up, just like maybe further down the alley, but just enough that like people won't pick it up. It's like a it's like a mark kind of a thing. Yes, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, you can do that. That's smart. So she does that and then I'll walk into the room. But I'll try- can I try and do it so that they don't notice? I don't know if the person's still looking at me or not. Yeah, but you didn't see anyone in the doorway. Cool. Then I don't need to do it. Um, I'll try and do it without raising suspicion, but no one's there to raise suspicion for, so... She just fucking does it. And then she walks in. Alright. So, you walk in, and you step forward a little bit. Uh, into the dark room and then the door shuts behind you so now you're encased in almost just complete darkness and for a second like it's very still and quiet and even like the whispers in your head seem to just stop for a second and for for the briefest moment in like 24 hours you have complete silence to yourself and then you hear a voice in the darkness say welcome sister shadow and you suddenly feel an arm go over your throat from behind. Oh, I hate that. Okay, um, can I try and break free? Sure, let's do a grapple opposition. Oh, yay! So I'm doing acrobatics, correct? Yes. Oh, great, seven. Unfortunately, they got a nat 20. Oh, lovely. Perfect. Yeah. So, um, you are you are held there as you're trying to struggle and scratch at the arm and desperately trying to get out of this grip, and you can hear L shrieking around you. 
in a very haunting, familiar way of the first time you put on the golden mask when you heard Elle's shrieks as the goop just encased you. And you're struggling, you're trying to claw at the arm, and you slowly hear the whispers start to come back from the silence uh, as you're being strangled. And uh, you can just hear one thing being chanted uh, over and over uh, by these whispers. And they just keep saying, You should have died. You should have died. You should have died. Until finally, you are enveloped in uh, further darkness than the room you find yourself in, and you have passed out. <laughs> so, Carius, you and Jerome head back, and. Oh my god! No! <laughs> that was beautiful. That was amazing. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Carius, Jerome, what you guys up to? Um. <laughs> Well, <laughs> after coming back, Carius would go to Snow to see if she still wants to go see Mirren. Me, Trush. <laughs> My brain is on fire. <laughs> um, Snow is currently meditating in her room when you get there. Or, Jerome, do you want to do anything? Oh, no. I just go back to the room since it seems like Carius is done with the outing for the day and try and be a, a good person and not invade anybody's privacy or cross any boundaries. Uh, but w when he like, knocks on the door and sees Snow chilling, he says, uh, is this a bad time? Snow opens her eyes and kind of looks up, oh, no, I'm, I'm all good. Oh, okay. Uh, are, you, just... are you done with your, your outing? Yeah, it was interesting. Um... <laughs> Uh, I was wondering if you still want to go see, um, I don't, I don't remember if you mentioned her name, but the girl you met last night? Oh, Mitra. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, hopefully she's feeling better. If not, I, I assume that, uh, you will help yeah. her with that. Yeah, let's, let's go. Sounds good. Uh, do, do I remember, like, the directions to her house? I was pretty drunk on my way back. <laughs> For simplicity's sake, I'll say yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank you, because I realized that could be a problem. Otherwise, there's no way you'll get there, so. Yeah, okay, dope. So I was not that drunk. I was yeah, just Yeah, no, it, like... it mostly hit you while you slept. Sounds like a plan. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll lead us to Mitra's place. Before we leave, I'm just going to say that I do tell Jerome where we're going, just to keep it in Oh, yeah. And maybe, like, we tell him that we will be back tonight. Yes. Uh, Jerome visibly looks uncomfortable around Snow. Uh, Snow like, does not look angry at him anymore. He still kind of keeps his distance and like doesn't start conversations. Um, but he like nods an acknowledgement and uh, bids you both have fun and don't die. Uh, Alright, so they, they go to Mitra's house. Uh, so you head there and... Uh, like from last night, you're in the Noble District, so a lot of big fancy houses are surrounding you. Um, there doesn't seem to be a lot of activity in the Noble District, um, besides the amount of guards that are constantly going around and monitoring, uh, the area. Uh, I go up to her door and I, I 
pause for a moment, kind of realizing how weird it is that I just showed up at her door with a friend that she has not met. And then I kind of like shake my head and I'm like, no, no, this is fine. And I knock. Carries Pat's Snow's shoulder comfortingly when he sees her hesitate. Like, just supportive wingman energy. (laughs) (laughs) Cute. So you uh, are standing there for about a minute, and then the door opens, and there is Mitra, who uh, looks a bit surprised to see you, and then she smiles warmly. Snow! Hi! I I didn't expect to see you here this morning. Hi! Um, I was- I was feeling pretty pretty rough today. I figured I should uh come check and make sure you were doing okay. Oh, yeah. I I feel I feel fine. The the alcohol just went right through me. A, a natural 20 of sorts. Um Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, lucky lucky you. I I unfortunately did not have the uh same experience, but my uh my friend here Carius, he uh he helped. I brought him just in case you know, you weren't feeling good. Uh, Carius, this is Mitra. Carius gives like a little wave and says, it's very nice to meet you. I would like to do an insight check on Mira to make sure, I mean, fuck, why are you calling her Mira? Mitra. Um, Ma- Mitra, to make sure that she's actually like, just to check if there are any bad vibes. <laughs> okay, yeah. She is lovely. Why Why you hate on her? Why I'm not hating. Her? He's just <laughs> sus. <laughs> Uh, that's a 21. <laughs> um, yeah, no, she she seems chill. She seems cool. She seems uh, very much in a, in a little gay panic over snow. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yep. Chill. I love it. I love it. <laughs> she opens the door a bit more to let you all in. And it is a, a halfling door that she opened. So she unlatches... Uh, the main door to open it up so you all don't have to crouch through the shorter door. Snow smiles very, very gratefully and follows her in. Darius follows after Snow. <laughs> um, can, can I can I get either of you some tea or or some snacks? Uh, I I have some in the kitchen. Or I I I'm 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 quite all right. Uh, Karis? I'm also re- all right. I I can also uh. Leave you to to chat. I only came uh, came with just to see if you were all right. Um, it's a and he kind of gives Snow a a knowing look. <laughs> Snow kind of like sh- <laughs> Snow shrugs and is kind of just like ah, you you can stay. It's fine. Like she wanted to kind of meet you guys. <laughs> Carries just shrugs and but uh, and says um, but either way, I'm all right as well. All right, um, uh, c- come sit, and she guides you into the living room, um, which is decorated with a lot of things. It's clear that like a lot of effort has been put into decorating the area and making it look really nice, uh, and it's decorated with a lot of. Uh, while it is decorated with a lot of stuff, it's also almost minimalist. It's like it's like the minimalist aesthetic. But with a lot of stuff, so it's not really minimalism, you know? <laughs> uh, Snow kind of, she takes a look around and she's, she kind of smiles. I, I, I love the decorations. I'm a, I, I'm a bit of a fan of design and that sort of stuff. It's beautiful. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, my, my mentor gave me a lot of my 
taste, but I, I didn't retain quite the same um, lifestyle choices that he always uh, practiced. Snow laughs along with her. And clearly Snow is just very awkward now without the liquid courage or any of the events that helped lead last night along. Seeing, like, Snow stumble, <laughs> um, <laughs> he, uh, Karius asked, uh, so I don't think Snow mentioned, what's brought you to Wingston if you're not, or are you from here? Oh, no, I'm not from here. Uh, I've been traveling a little bit around Ushadal to perform some business meetings for my family. Oh, that is, it's nice to travel at least, I imagine. Oh yes, it's it's very nice. It's it's wonderful to see different parts of the world. Carious nods agreement. I am a big fan of traveling myself. Oh yeah, where where have you been? Uh, I've been to a few countries now, um, but I've been traveling around Ushadal for most of uh, my life these days. Just uh, exploring, taking up odd jobs, and these days I'm working with snow in the Vox. Are are you two uh, new to working together? Uh, yeah, decently. Um, and at that point, she kind of like leans a little closer to Mitra and is like, "It's he's not the guy I told you about, though." She 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 gives like a ah kind of a look, and she seems <laughs> to like relax a little bit more. <laughs> like ah, okay, this is not the guy I need to be a little concerned about. Okay. <laughs> Um, uh, Curious and his, and she gives him this, like, very pointed look. Friend, Leaf, uh, joined our group at the same time we met everyone else, me and my sister. Curious gives, like, yeah. Curious gives him that look, that knowing, I mean, Snow, gives him that knowing look. Snow, like, gives him, gives her, like, a, <laughs> like, a playful <laughs> shut up face. <laughs> Uh, what what's uh your friend look like, uh, Leaf? Uh, it's, he's a tiefling. Um, uh, like me. Uh, just a tad bit shorter. Um, but uh, he had to leave for some personal business, but he'll be back in a little bit. Um, so hopefully he'll get a chance to meet you as well. He's um he's green and uneven horns and very oh. pretty for you know a a man. Carius kind of nods agreement at the pretty thing, but um, <laughs> just is now uh, realizing he nods agreement at the pretty thing, and it's just like, <laughs> I've been led into a trap. <laughs> Snow's kind of smirking at him at that. Uh, while, while you two are having your cute little teasing moment, uh, Mitra's face is aflame. Snow kind of notices and goes, do you, do you know Leaf? Oh, what? No, no, um, I'm, I'm gonna go make some tea. And she gets up and heads to the kitchen. I would like to insight check that! <laughs> go for I it. I not going to. 18. Sorry, say that again? Let me roll her deception. Yep, yep, nope. Uh, she, she knows, Leaf. That much is obvious. <laughs> Snow kind of gives Carrie a look and is like, uh, let me look into this. <laughs> While she's and in the other room making tea, Carrie puts a hand on Snow's, sh 
like knee, like like wrist before she walks off and goes, um, just make sure it's a good knowing, because he just remembered that, like he's he's thinking about the fact that Leaf is wanted by the law, and he is nervous. <laughs> <laughs> right, forgot about that part. Uh, <laughs> yes, Snow just gives him a nod and like follows Mitra in. Um, Mitra, it's. You don't have to lie to me. It's it's okay if um you do know him in whatever manner. Uh, th- no, I'm, I'm not. I she she's like putting water in like a tea kettle and then she like sets it down. I I it's not me wanting to lie to you. Of course, I I that's not. I'm not the lying type. Um, I I don't know if Leaf is still doing what Leaf was doing when I met them. And if they are not, and you don't know what they used to do, then I don't want to be the one to tell you. You don't have to tell me anything. Um, I'm just going to say that from the time that I have known Leaf, we have learned a few things about them, and most of it is in the past, so I've... I've do not believe any bad things that Leaf may have done have followed into the future. Oh, I, I, it's not. It's not bad what he did. No, but... Snow raises her eyebrows and is like, mm, what? <laughs> it's it's his personal business, and so I'm not... If, if you know about it, then you understand. But um, it's not... No, it's not bad, but... She just she looks very embarrassed. Pardon me for being presumptuous here, but did you were you two ever something? Something. Uh yes. That's that's fine. It's I I'm sure both of us have people in the past. It doesn't bother me. E- even if they're a teammate? No, it's, it's, um, don't, don't, uh, to be honest, Carius and Leaf are probably going to be a thing when I finally push them to the point of admitting it, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) She, she gives a soft chuckle as she's, like, calming down from her embarrassment. You, it's, it's fine. I... Honestly, it happened before I even met either of you. Why would I care? Oh, all right. I just, just if you're, you're in the same team, and and I just met you, so I didn't know how you may have reacted to something like that. And I also don't want to make it awkward between the two of you if you're teammates. And I mean, depend as long as it as long as you two would be on okay terms, it does not bother me the slightest. Oh, no, yeah, we. Well, we're on good terms, as far as I know. Uh, then, then what would be the issue? Just things that happen in private. I've been taught to say in private, so I was not about to air out such things. Snow smiles very reassuredly. It's like, no, I, I totally get it. Um, I'm going to be honest to you. Pretty obvious that you were hiding it, but. <laughs> It's it's completely fine. I, I truly don't mind. <sighs> okay. Sorry. I'm, uh, I'm all frazzled. Don't worry about it. It's quite alright. 
Um, did you want help finishing the tea? No, I don't want to drink tea. I just needed an excuse to get a, to get away. <laughs> and she pours the not yet heated water back out. <laughs> Snow's like fully laughing, but in a very like supportive and not teasing way. And she kind of leans against the side of the wall and is like, "Should we um should should we rejoin Carius? I'm sure he's uh concerned about his friend." And she winks at Mitra. She she gives a laugh. Oh yes, I'm I'm sure I've only given him uh the absolute relaxation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's head back out. And she holds out her hand for Mitra to grab so she can go they can go back out. Then she happily takes your hand. We go back out and I just I smile at Carius and like, oh yeah, no <laughs> it's fine, don't worry. Carius like was definitely just sitting there. Completely tense, staring at where <laughs> Mitra and Snow went off to, and seeing Snow's like very reassuring smile relaxes quite a bit. Still not fully relaxed, but he relaxes and gives her like a nervous smile in response, and uh, then looks at them holding hands and looks at Snow and just smirks. Snow gives him a look of like, "I'll explain more later, but it's fine." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to. Switch back to the Mercenary Guild with Jerome. Oh. What you up to, Jerome? Um, Jerome is now just kind of chilling. Uh, he is actually not, like, doing anything, like, big or showy or flashy. He's got the book of poetry they handed him in the, uh, <laughs> in the Thieves' Guild and is just kind of, like, reading through it. He's not much of a poetry guy, but like, it 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 he's trying. <laughs> All right, so you're you're sitting there reading, probably reading a bit to Alice, uh, Alice, who is like on your. I feel like Alice is like on your chest, like like back against you, like the way that cats sometimes sit weirdly, and she's just sitting there like that. And then there is a knock on your door. Oh, um. I'm gonna put the book down and, uh, is there a peephole? <laughs> I'm gonna look through the peephole. It is valid. Oh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up the door. Uh, hey, uh, Valen, uh, what's up? Hey, uh, um, I, I just spoke to the receptionist and said that they said that you were here, so I'm glad that, um, is, uh, is, is they here, uh, we were supposed to meet up, and I think she may have forgotten. Oh, they, um, I haven't seen her since early this morning, but, uh, I also don't know where she was going or what she was doing. Um, hmm. No, oh, yeah, she's, uh, hmm. She's not here, but she also doesn't seem like the type to try and be toddy to situations. Yeah, that's, that, that's why I was a bit concerned, and I was hoping that she had just forgotten. Uh, what, what about the, the others? Are they here? Um, her, her sister, maybe she knows where she is? Uh, Snow and, uh, Carius headed over to visit some gal, uh, Snow met at a bar last night. Um, what was her name? It was, a uh, Mitra? Something like that? I, I I don't really know anything else. I've just been uh, holding down the fort, as it were. Um, they might know, but uh, I 
Sure, fucking don't. Um, would would you possibly? I I don't know. I don't know how to find this person. Could you help me go to find where they are? And and by the way, I think that correct me if I'm wrong, Kian, but I feel like Carius would have also given you an address in case it's like in case you need to find us. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Paranoid motherfucker that he is, for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I can uh, I can definitely go help you track him down. Uh, Carrie gave me an address uh, in case of emergencies. Uh, so yeah, we can go uh, try and track him down. Uh, Jerome visibly bites back what he was about to ask uh, <laughs> and uh, swallows uh, it down and it's just like a no, yeah, let's, uh, I got my sh- uh, shit all together. Let me just, uh, he grabs his pack. Let's go. Uh, Valen follows along with you, letting you mostly lead the way. Uh, he looks a bit anxious, because, uh, he seems very put off by the fact that they missed this meeting, and that Jerome doesn't seem to know where she is, uh, and... Uh, it's pretty easy to find the place because, you know, okay, Noble District, and then Noble District is very easily uh, navigatable because they have a bunch of marked signs and all this stuff. Um, and so you're you're able to find the the house pretty easily. Jerome knocks on the door. Uh, inside, Mitra goes, oh, uh, I wasn't expecting more company. I'll be right back. And she gets on up to go and answer the door. Snow gets up with her, just in case. Alright, so you go to the door, and she opens up the door, and you are met with the sight of uh, Valen and Jerome. Carrie's probably trails after Snow when she gets up. Snow kind of, like, like puts her hand on Mitra's shoulder and, like, pulls her back just a little bit, and is like, Um, Jerome? Va- Valen? What? What is- go- Valen, shouldn't you be with they? Um, I, yes, uh, is she not here? She, she didn't show up, um. No, she, uh, she was going to the library and then to meet you, I thought. That's what I heard as well. That's what the plan was, um, well, we, we weren't supposed to meet at the library, um, she was meeting me at my home after work, um, but she, she never showed up and it's been about an hour since our agreed time. Oh yeah, that does seem out of character. Jerome, did she ever go back to the inn that you saw? To the guild? I mean, I didn't see her out the window, but uh, I wasn't at the guild the whole time. Uh, at least, like, I was at the guild with with Carius, uh, and then I stayed at the guild when y'all left, but like, I, I didn't see her through the window, uh, but if she came in and just went into her room, I wouldn't know. Valen, what time does the library close? Um, in about an hour, but um, do, do you think she might be there, or...? I don't think so, but it is the only guess I really have. You can see Snow is clearly concerned by this. We should at least go check. Uh, Mitra, sorry, um, guy I told you about, his ex... They is my sister. <laughs> she kind of like points at everyone as she does it. She nods along. She's following. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> That's 
only uh, I'm the guy she to. told you about, I presume. Ah. I'm a pretty gossip-worthy fella. Name's Jerome, nice to meet you. <laughs> not, not, not now, Jerome. Um, Mitra, do you mind coming with us? Extra eyes really would help. Uh, yeah, certainly. Um, I'll, yeah. Th- thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. Snow just kind of like pushes, yeah. Snow pushes past everyone and starts heading to the library, like barely even registering what's happening. Karis is falling right behind her. <laughs> Mitra keeps up because she is still holding her hand. So you all arrive at the library, all of you just in tow, this this new little party that's happening here. <laughs> and you are headed inside. When Mogan, you notice the group uh, walking in, you catch uh, you catch Karis' tail and Snow's white hair as they head inside. Because he was just walking. He just changed his direction and goes straight towards them. And heads into the library as well. Uh, you go inside, you look around, and you don't spot uh, they inside. Uh, is there a, like, librarian that I can talk to? There is indeed a librarian. Uh, I, I'm gonna go up to her. Uh Yes, hello. Welcome to the library. How may I help you? Hi. Um, have you seen a woman? Uh, looks basically like me. No tattoos. No face tattoos. Sorry. Um. Yes. Uh, she was in here for several hours of the day. Uh, when when did she leave? She kind of glanced at the clock. Um, about an hour and a half ago. About two hours. Snow's face gets somehow paler. Somehow. And she looks like ten times more concerned hearing that. Um, yeah, uh, th- thank you, thank you. She runs back to the group. She, she left like hours ago, guys. I, I, where would she go? You all finish speaking with the librarian when Mogan walks on in. Mogan's gonna like see everyone and just notice and he's just gonna... See everyone, and then all of a sudden, he sees Jerome, and just piss anger just covers his face, and he starts, like, charging over, is really about to deck Jerome in the face. Seeing Mogan, like, out of the corner of his eye, he just sees a blur of movement, and uh, Carius turns and immediately, like, realizing Mogan is charging at Jerome, steps between them and, like, holds his hands out in the stop and is like, holy shit, hold on. <laughs> and so, like, Mogan stops for a second and is like, what? Why should I possibly stop? Well, first of all, because, um, don't attack Jerome. Second of all, Vey's missing and we do not have time for this. His expression just completely drops when he hears that Vey's missing and it kind of, like, looks like a he just looks like a little puppy for a second. He goes, what do you mean Vey is missing? She was meant to meet Valen at the museum this evening, and he, she never showed, and she left the library two hours ago. We need to go. Snow catches his eye, and he can just see, like, a heartbroken expression in her face. He just sighs, gives Jerome kind of, like, eye contact, like, I'm, we'll get back to this. And he goes, yeah, we need to find her. Now. No, yeah, buddy, you can, uh, you can deck me later. That's fine. 
Priority is vey. <sighs> Priority is vey. I can try and be, I can turn into an animal that can maybe track her. By scent, maybe? Yeah, if, yeah, sure. If you, since this is the last place we know she was. Glance around to make sure that everyone's down with that, but uh, I turn into a, um, probably a a dog. (laughs) Bloodhound top dog. Dog with good tracking. Alright, you are now a small dog. What would I roll to track? Uh, survival. But because you're a dog, you have advantage. I also give you guidance. Dope. Eight. Twenty-eight. Fucking twenty-eight. Alright. So you, you sniff around. You sniff around. You're able to, like, find uh, the book that they was looking at. And then you're able to follow her trail like footprints. You just, you're following the scent. And that it's just this trail of colorful people following this dog who's aggressively sniffing the ground. <laughs> this is a hell perfect. of a sight. <laughs> so yeah, you you follow this trail left behind by Vey's scent for uh, a while. You're kind of like winding through um, all these streets and uh, Valenfer like at one point is just, like, he doesn't say anything, but he kind of has this expression like is are are we lost? Is what what's what trail is this? Just very confused about the the winding paths that they took. If this is Vay's trail, and uh, eventually you get down an alleyway, um, and so then uh, you continue until you get to an area of a uh, like northern old town, kind of near the old Meadows Gate, and. Uh, it's just this alleyway that's just kind of like, for, for Eucarius, it's just, it's stanks of they. It's just everywhere in this alleyway. Uh, and I think that with your 28, uh, the scent also is able to lead you right up to Tamrain's knife that was left in the alleyway. I, w- I was just going to say, Carrie turns back into person and picks up the knife very gingerly. Snow, Snow's been right behind Carrius as a dog this whole time so she's right with him when he picks it up that's that's her knife snow just starts kind of like hyperventilating a little bit but she's clearly trying to keep it together so she can look around and learn more Garrus puts a hand on snow's shoulder and says we are going to find her it's okay just to try and reassure her as he also looks around does um does anyone know this area of town what what could be here Zan, <laughs> you you you'd reckon it's not the same place, but it's the kind of place that you visited the other night when you went to a mask service. The same kind of like seedy alleyway, back door with like the steps leading down into it, no lights on. I uh, I might have a fucking clue. Uh, remember what I told you about the other night? Snow's eyes snapped to him and narrowed just a little bit. You better not be about to say what I think you're going to say. This seems awfully like that place I visited the other night. Did you lead those people to us? Fuck no, this is a different place. Just 
And I'm, I'm fucking confident, okay? I know y'all don't fucking believe in me. I'm confident. This is not like... <sighs> I... You- you said that they moved, right? You said that they didn't stay. Did did he say that? I actually don't remember. I yeah, did say that, did. yeah. Okay. You, you said that they don't stay in the same building. Is this not... Could this not be the same people you went and saw? Could very well be the same fucking people, but I don't know why they would take they. Like, if anybody, they would be hunting down me for... If they did manage to tail me, which I assure you, they did fucking not. Um, but... <sighs> Did you check? Did you yeah. make sure? I had two tails when I walked out of there, which is expected because I walked out of there, and I made sure I lost them over by the museum before I came back. Snow is going to walk up to Jerome. And while what he is saying does make sense to her, and on some level she is like, yeah, that's logical. That's probably what you did. She's not really going to process that right now. Like this is this is this is a thing for Snow. Um, she's going to grab him by the shirt and lift him up against the wall of the alley. Snow, this this isn't going to help us find her. She looks at you and just like you can see in her eyes, she's like, "Just stop. Give me a second here." He doesn't. She not looks look back happy. at Jerome. <laughs> held against a wall so he cannot move and lifted up so he cannot try and run. I understand that what you think you did was protecting us. You are now going to use those connections to do whatever it takes to find Vey. Do you understand me? Jerome blinks for a moment. And then looks kind of upset, actually. A fucking course I'm gonna find Vey. Jesus, what do you take me for? I'm not... She's mad at me, so, but I don't want her to be fucking dead. Especially if it's something that I fucked up. Which I don't think that I did, but I don't want her to be dead. I'm gonna fucking help you. Jesus, she's a teammate. She lets go of his shirt and lets him drop. And kind of looks at him for a second and just goes... Pardon me for not expecting you to act like a teammate at the moment. And backs off and says nothing else. Jerome looks kind of hurt, but like, nods in a fair enough sort of fashion. Um, before like, dusting off his uh, lapel a little bit. And, uh, being like, okay, so, (sighs) Carius, you know where the fucking trail went? Like, beyond the knife? Would I have been able to identify that the trail went to the door? Or just, it's in this alleyway. This is where it is. It's It's basically everywhere in the alleyway, but this is, so, like, there's, like, a couple of back doors, uh, but this is uh, the the one that the knife was next to, and so unless unless they like threw the knife, you can assume likely it was this door or at least one near it. All right, Carius gestures to the door they're standing next to and says, "It's all she. The, the trail is all over this alleyway, but it really ends here, especially with the knife. The, I 
can only assume she left that as some sort of clue if something went wrong. Um, I, I can't imagine she would leave that behind on purpose otherwise. Um, but it seems very purposeful to me. Snow nods and she's holding the knife now and just kind of staring at it. So I think I think she's somewhere beyond that door, if I had to guess. Did, does Jerome know the passcode to get into the church uh, of masks? Not, no, because when you went into the church, you had the masks on and you didn't have to say anything. Okay. But that that had a that had a door that had like a slider so that somebody could kind of like look out. This one does not have that. Okay, um, Jerome takes in what Carius uh, says and like nods. All right, so we have two fucking options, or no, three options, I suppose. One, I can try and do the mask thing and like go in there in disguise as one of the mask folks and. Hope that something pans out with that. No guarantees. Two, I have a contact uh, that I used earlier that might have been keeping an eye on these mask folks that could uh, help us get in. Um, she helped me last time. She's pretty reliable. Uh, you know, all that good stuff. Three, we fucking bust the door down and kick ass. It's up to y'all. Carius looks to Snow. Snow is looking like something inside her might have broken in the last couple seconds. And she makes no sign that A, she is going to be all that useful in a fight right at this second, or that she can make a knowledgeable and impartial choice. Um, I don't think going in guns blazing is a good idea. I don't think that would be wise if they have a if you're going to do reconnaissance i would say um i would prefer that i would come with you in wild shape hidden somewhere um but i think knowing what we can do and getting in contact with it with your contact might be best at least that's my opinion all right let's let's go with that it'll take me a little bit Probably no more than an hour to get everything in order to really make sure we can get in properly. But, uh, Jerome puts a hand on Snow's back just momentarily. She looks up at him and you can see the beginnings of tears in her eyes, but she doesn't shrug her hand away. We'll get it back. So, I, I, for all the fucked up shit I did and happened, I care about her and we'll get her back. She just gives like a, a, a very curt nod and you can tell she's trying very hard not to lose it in an alleyway. All right. Uh, Jerome, uh, finds a little, hidden off sort of area to swap into his uh, Jack disguise pretty quickly because he brought all of his stuff with him as he always does. Uh, he's always prepared. Um, and then turns to Carius 
um, alright, Carius, uh, gonna pretend to be Jack for a little bit. Um, do you want to hang out in my pocket as, like, a, a small animal or something? I have big pockets in this thing. Alice can fit in one of my pockets. I can do that. Um, and Carius takes Terry off of his horns and gently hands Terry over to Snow for Snow to look after and for Terry to look after Snow. Um, and, uh, gives Terry a look like look after her, um, before he turns into a rat and hops into Jerome's hands to decide what pocket. Terry gives you a salute with his wing. Cute. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Ke- uh, Ke- Carius is now a mouse in your pocket. Uh, Alice is in your pocket. Terry is on Snow's shoulder. What What next? Um, I am going to take to the rooftops, uh, and I'm going to use, uh, Expeditious Retreat, so I'm going to try and cast a spell of a level. Alright. Roll luck. That's 15. You pass. Thank God. Um, so Expeditious Retreat, um, allows me to move at an incredible pace, uh, when you cast the spell, then as opposed to an action at the end of your turn, till the spell ends, you can take the dash action. Um, so I'm using that as, like, a sort of, hey, let's go really fucking fast. Um, and I want to combine that with, uh, I, I, we're not in combat, so I don't know if this is something that you're going to allow, but combine that with cunning action, which also lets me dash. So, three dash actions simultaneously um, to go really fucking fast around the roofs and scan the city for my contact. Uh, yeah, I'll allow it. Uh, do you let the others know what you're doing, or does it just look like you go on- onto the roofs and then, like, bolt? Uh, I'll let them know what I'm doing. Um, hey, I'm gonna go find my contact, uh, gonna go try and track it down, be back when I find her. Yeet! That was Lady saying yeet, not not (laughs) Jerome. Activate your spell, yeet! So I am taking off to try and track her down. What should I roll to try and find her? Roll survival with advantage. Because she kind of, like, gave you a hint about where she'd be, um, and you know the, you know the kind of, like, places that she hangs out in and stuff like that. I will say, uh, Jerome's spell only lasts for ten minutes. Oh, I would also like to be stealthy while doing, so, doing all this sprinting. Uh, okay, also roll a stealth check for me. (laughs) God. Alright, that is 23. Yeah, you're stealthy. (laughs) Okay. Uh, you're dashing around, you're jumping between rooftops, you're being so stealthy, you're like Batman running through these rooftops. And you're going around and you eventually find her when you're looping back. Um, you catch sight of Harbor, um, 
when you're heading back towards where the group was beforehand, you had just missed her. She was like half hidden by a building when you had gone the way forward. So coming back, you spot her. And she's uh, dressed as the beggar again in one of the back alleys. Uh, this time she's just like observing some people that are uh, down the way doing some sort of trade-off. All right. Jerome's going to go a couple streets over from where she is, uh, find a good little side alley that's out of the way, hop down, and then begin to nonchalantly stroll over in her direction. Um, doing the whole sort of, I know exactly where I'm going, and I'm just taking my time because I feel like I have the ability to not worry about it. Sort of. Pace. Yeah. She glances up and she spots you and she gives you like a slight uh, raise of her eyebrows, kind of being like, again? Already? And she uh, does like a quick little gesture with her hand that you recognize as a kind of gesture within Common Thieves Guilds uh, to be like, hang on and wait a second. And then she glances back towards the people down the alleyway that she was uh, subtly looking at as you were approaching her, kind of implying that she's keeping an eye on that for the time being. Uh, Jerome provides a little gesture back to indicate that he received the message and he's heading uh, down two alleyways and one over to the right whenever she has the ability to scoot. Uh, she, when, you, when you pass by, she taps her foot twice to indicate like about two minutes. And so when you get down the alleyway, you wait about two minutes, and that's when she uh, emerges from around one of the corners. But yes, uh, I have another need of your services related to the previous task. And what exactly is that? You see, I believe I found uh, another location for that uh, mask church business that was happening. Uh, but I do not know necessarily how to get in without a mask. Fucking hell, Jack. Why do you want to go back in there? I thought you had your fill the last time. <laughs> Believe me, I would rather not be going in there, but... uh, Well, let's just say that I've been... Taking your words about the mm, advisement of taking on parties to heart recently, uh, and need to go retrieve something. Ugh, fine. Do you need an escort again? I would be much uh, obliged to, if you would be able to help me and my small cohort inside. All right, fine. Listen, Jack, you better be paying me a lot for this, okay? I don't like going to the same place twice, especially not within days of each other. Have you ever known me to be ungrateful? No. So she starts walking to kind of gesture for you to come with her so you're not lingering in the same spot. Jerome joins her, uh, kind of guiding her back towards the street where the church of masks was all right okay we're gonna keep this simple if you have to refer to me you refer to me as abby and um i want nothing to do with this group after whatever shenanigans you're getting into um and you need to be let inside do you know anything about what's going on in there 
just that one of the previous cohorts that I'd mentioned uh, somehow has gone missing with inside, but other than that, no. All right, cool, cool, wonderful. Yeah, that's great. Only an initiate happening. That's fine. Yeah, nothing's going to go wrong with that. Initiate, you say. Elaborate. Look, I don't know a lot about this place. I try not to get involved with the heebie-jeebies. I don't really care about Cyrus or Mask or Shar or whatever the hell. But all I know is that they get into some freaky little practices. And sometimes when people go missing, it usually has to do with people like them doing some weird ritual thing. I don't know. I've never been to one. Don't want to be to one. No, yes, I understand the feelings there. The... The heebie-jeebies are a mutual feeling, but, uh, what can you do? You could not go in there. <laughs> At this point in my life, not so much of a choice. Do you know what the place is that they're hosting this at? As a matter of fact, I do. Uh, we're heading over in that general direction right now. It's... He says the place. <laughs> it's called the Empty Rug Trade Post. Did did you get it? Did you get a look at the back door? Did it have one of the sliders? Did not have a slider, no. Okay, so not visual. They're not going to want the mask, maybe? Eh, probably not. They couldn't be able to double check. By the time they open the door, then it's too late. So it must be some password. It's empty. Um, okay, yeah. Um... Listen, I can't know for certain that this is the password because I haven't gotten an alert about the new place, but I think I know what the password is that they would use if they're using a place like the Empty Rug Trade Post. Yeah, okay. She's kind of like mumbling to herself as she's trying to figure it out on the way there. So you turn down the alleyway, she kind of taking a bit of charge because she knows what the shop is now that you uh, told her what it was. And as you're turning down the alleyway, she... Uh, puts her hood back up and pulls up a scarf to mostly obscure her face um, as you approach the group that was left there. Uh, just a moment. Uh, I must retrieve or see if the other cohorts that I mentioned before are willing to be retrieved. Uh, and Jerome climbs onto a roof and skips over to where uh, the others are. Okay, so, uh, got her in. Got a, got a password. Uh, I'm Jack right now. Uh, I'm gonna be talking funny. This is fine. This is normal. Gonna be talking to Abby. She's fine. She's my contact. Don't worry about her. Um, just, can, can any of y'all manage, like, at least a small degree of subtlety? Snow kind of just like, stares at him for a second and is just kind of, like, like, she isn't quite sure what to say, but she kind of goes, I, um, my armor is, is loud and I, I, I don't think it's wise if I take it off. Is that, is that what you mean? No, no, like, if we go into some place, could you um, possibly immediately not blurt out, hey, I'm not supposed to be here. Like, could you could you manage to, like, blend into any sort of situation? This isn't me, like, being like, hey, I don't trust you to do this. This is me genuinely asking as your skills. Because I don't fucking know. I, I probably could. I 
at this point, I'm kind of just holding everything back, so I just won't speak. Fair enough. Uh, Mitri, Valen? Um, as long as I don't have to talk to anyone, I should be fine. And Valen just kind of, like, gives a nod. He has le- he has a very serious look on his face. He doesn't look like the, the same kind of awkward museum curator from before. Um, and he says, um, if, if we're going inside, could, uh, just in case, could I get a weapon from one of you? Uh, Snow hands over her hand axe. He kind of, like, takes it, and he's like, um, something more like a sword or a knife, if possible? I got a dagger you can borrow. That will do nicely. And he hands the axe back and takes the dagger from Jerome. Alright, uh, just don't talk. I know y'all don't think I'm competent, but I know what I'm doing here. Let me do the talking. Let Abby do the talking. Y'all will know when there's fucking shit about to pop off. Just follow the lead, okay? Can, can you manage that? I'm sorry if this is just like, meh. <laughs> but. So yeah, uh, he... Uh, directs them down towards the alley where Abby's waiting, uh, and hops down himself. Apologies for the wait. These are my current cohort. Uh, that's fine. Uh, they look... She, like, kind of gives, like, a eh, kind of an expression for a second. Um, okay. Are, are we all going in all at once? Yep, that is the plan as it stands. All you have to do is get us into where we're going. You don't have to do any of the fighting or anything that might be happening. Just get us to where we need to go and feel free to take off after. Oh, trust me, I will. All right. (laughs) Can always count on you, Abby. Uh, She gives kind of a thin smile. Okay. Now listen, I don't know exactly how this is going to go. But I'm pretty sure, based on the location, that the password is something like my face is porcelain and my breath is absent. Given the whole empty trade post thing, I assume it has something to do with the hollowness of man or whatever the fuck. Um, So if there's someone in there and they ask for a password, try that. If it's right, they'll let you in. If it's wrong, sorry. Prepare to fight. Yeah. <laughs> I I let her lead the way. So, uh you all get to the door and kind of at the front and she makes sure that you're in front with her, Jerome. And she kind of glances back at the rest of you kind of like <sighs> and then looks forward again. And she gives two solid uh knocks on the door. And then you hear a tiny thump. What do you want? My face is porcelain and my breath is absent. There is a pause and then the door opens to reveal a pitch black room. And Abby gives you, Jerome, a kind of look and then kind of like just slips back through the rest of you in the group to the back. Like clearly being like, and I'm not going in. (laughs) Jerome gives her a nod of gratitude and makes the I'll pay you later motion uh, before heading inside with the rest of the party. 
This is going to go great, I'm sure. All right. So you all head on in. Uh, what's the order? Jerome and Karius. Snow, Mitra, very slightly behind Snow, and then I assume Valen's taking up the end. Okay. So, uh, and let's see. Everyone except Mitra has dark vision. Wonderful. Uh, so you head on in. It's extremely dark. And uh, you all just kind of get inside a bit, and then the door behind you suddenly slams shut. Valen, who's taking up the rear, like, turns, trying to look through the darkness, but there's, like, not even, like, a single source of light, and so, uh, you all can't make out anything. Um, can I cast light on my necklace that I'm- the globe necklace I wear? Yeah. Well, I do that. Alright, so you cast light, and it immediately illuminates the room. Great. So- No, that's a bad idea. (laughs) So the room itself is, um, it's clearly some kind of, like, back room for this shop. Um, like, at least it, it was built that way. There's not really much in terms of storage back here. There's, like, a couple boxes along the far wall towards another door that you can presume leads into another area of the shop. But the act, this actual room is just made of um, stone and bricks with a very rough... Uh, floor and there's nothing else in it you can see some uh torch sconces along the walls um but there's no furniture there's nothing of that sort uh that is aside from the uh seven uh robed people that are in the room with you uh and so when you cast light and you illuminate the room they immediately turn and one of them says you're not a shadow. And let's roll initiative. Oh, God, Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I immediately I apologize. knew that was a fucking bad idea. I apologize. Critically Chaotic is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast brought to you by the following people. The DM is Zan, who can be found as at Zandir on all platforms. They is played by Alex, who simply cannot be found. Snow is played by Bean, aka Alexa, who can be found in a variety of ways, but mainly at Alexandra underscore Jaden on Twitter. Karius is played by Kian, who can be found as at LostFanboy on most platforms. Jerome is played by Lady, who writes, quote, and that's all you get, you dirty gremlins. Mogan is played by Queen, who chooses not to be located at this time, or ever. Leaf is played by Sela, also known as Strawberry Online, who can be found as at underscore Strawberry Milk on Twitter. The theme song is Melody by Emery. If you would like to support Critically Chaotic, please consider leaving a 5-star review and following us on whatever podcast listening platform you are currently using. You can find us at Crit Chaotic Pod on Twitter with no underscores, where we post updates and retweet fan content. For any other platform you would like to see us on, please look in the description. We will see you next week for the continuing adventures of Box Anima. Have a great week, everyone. But, like, look at her.
Listen, she has a low charisma, and therefore she can't lie. Yeah, okay? That's it. It's fine. It's fine. She's a nerd. She's a nerd. She's only read books and punched people. You make fun of my girlfriend, I will kill you. And Snow <laughs> I love her. What if God makes fun of your girlfriend? God can make fun of my girlfriend because God made my girlfriend. 